Canuck Central, hour number two in the Kintech studio. Dan Richo and Satyar Shaw. Hour two of Canuck Central is brought to you by Andrew Sherritt Limited. Your plumbing and heating wholesaler, a proud family-owned BC company, helping local business since 1892. If you missed the first hour of the program, you can go back and listen on podcast. Canucks, not close on any deals yet. As you mentioned, Sat, uh, they are still stuck. So, like a lot of teams right now, a holding pattern in the league as a trade market starts to develop. Yes, and we'll see what happens over the next few days, but that's where it's at today. Uh, Bo Horvat's hot start. We talked a little bit about that. I'm sure we'll have uh, some comments on uh, overrated, underrated coming up. And also, uh, Kevin Woodley joined us on uh, on the first hour of the program today. The hockey shop in Surrey is moving to Langley. Their last day in Surrey is November 14th, and they'll reopen in Langley November 19th. Details at thehockeyshop.com. Eddie, hit the music. It's time for Overrated, Underrated. Every Wednesday, you send in topics, Sat and I debate whether or not they are overrated, underrated, and uh, sometimes we'll cop out and say they are perfectly rated. Yes. Hey, sometimes you have to. <laughs> we don't want to be disingenuous. That's true. We don't. We don't like We don't like liars. <laughs> a liar? Call me a liar? Yes, I am. Sometimes, like, when I hear liar, I, I want to quote the movie Seven. And then I feel bad because it's like, you're quoting that movie? And you're quoting that scene? <laughs> like, that scene? What's wrong with you, bro? Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. You lot! <laughs> so good. Is that good acting or bad acting? Was the acting on that oh, scene overrated so or under- good. underrated? It, oh, underrated, man. It isn't, it's, it's terrific, yeah. Brad Pitt? What's in the box? What's in, yeah, oh, please. So good. Oh, devastating. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> uh, chills when I think about that scene. I know, right? Uh, all right, uh, let's get into uh, some of these topics here on overrated or underrated. Uh, Drew with this one: Spencer Martin, overrated or underrated? Uh, I, I, I will say the overall play this season has been overrated. Like he hasn't been as stellar as you know the record indicates. You yes. know, like he's not even last night his save percentage was nine oh two. You know, yep. like he had a he was great. It was goalie win, but. So I'd say he made a bunch of saves he shouldn't have made, but I think as even Woodley talked about, there was at least one he would love to have back. Exactly. Now, what he mentioned, maybe the first, you know, maybe the top two starts the season have been Spencer Martin starts, not yes. taking anything away from him. But the reason I'm leaning overrated is the talk of he should be the guy, play more than them. It's, it's a little premature for me yeah. there, but I don't want to take too much away from him. I was going to say rated. But I'll lean overrated because of that sentiment is out there. Uh, There is a part of me that um, wants to say the value he's providing for the Canucks is underrated. Yes. Um, What that means might be overrated. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, as it stands right now, I mean, the guy's never lost in regulation as a Vancouver Canuck. It's, It's an unbelievable run. So, yeah, any talk of him... Wrestling the job away from Demko is certainly overrated for me. Uh, All right. Thunder with uh, this is a big topic, Sat. Pod Colson's potential. Overrated, underrated, or perfectly rated? Underrated because of the start he's having. Yeah. 
I don't want to say I told you so. Yeah, you did. You did. Uh, <laughs> you did fade him having a good season this year quite a bit. I, not that I like. Hey, it's still early, and and we saw Pod Colson really turn it around towards the end of last year. It it was just always about if you're expecting Pods to have like a breakout year with with offense added to it, and you know maybe be in a 35, 40 point range. I always thought that was too much of an ask. Yeah, for Pod Colson, and it seemed like that's where we were headed with how he started in in training camp and preseason. Um, you know, young players have tough starts to seasons. I think it's it's sort of normal <laughs> a lot of times, especially for a guy that doesn't project to be a huge mm-hmm. offensive producer and isn't playing in a huge offensive role right now for this team. I I am not, I, I still think his potential is it's overrated at times because Ooh. Ooh. There are some that seem to think he's going to end up being like this 60, 70 point, like two way savant. And I, I don't know. It's a lot to ask. Uh, we'll give it some time to see where, what he develops into. Um, I don't know if he's going to be that. But the reason I wasn't high on him having a big year this year, because we talked through all this. They signed Mikheyev and they signed Kuzmenko. He was not going to get a chance in the power play. No. You know, he was not going to really get a chance in a top six role right away. He was most likely going to be kind of be the eighth or ninth forward here or maybe if it doesn't go well he's outside of that so there was a good chance he was not going to get the premium ice time anyways with how this forward group kind of falls in i am surprised by how little faith boudreaux had in him so far this season yeah the ice time's actually gone down Mm -hmm. and i get it you have more players there too but i'm surprised at how he's been utilized because i don't even think he's been that big of a problem I think he's a guy that's been needing a pat on the back a lot, and I'm not sure he's been getting it enough. The confidence is waning right now for uh, for Vasily Podkolzin. And you could almost see it. I don't like being body language reader guy, but I'm going to be body language reader guy right now. When he um, took the penalty late last night, the delay of game, flipping the puck over the glass, and just seeing him in the box, like you can tell it's a guy who's a bit down on himself right now. Made a good play, I thought, on the Horvat goal in the third period. Yeah. Um, I really like that line for him. And if Miller, assuming they can keep the top nine healthy for a bit, and Miller stabilizes his game through the middle of the ice, and you can keep Pearson, Miller, Besser together, I I think having Pod Colson, Horvat, Garland sort of as your de facto third line at five on five. I think that would be a great spot for him. I think it's a great spot for Garland, and I think it's going to work out well for Horvat as well. Yeah, I, I think so too. I like a lot of what Put Colson can bring, and I think he's going to be all right. Tim in Vancouver asked, overrated passing on Caulfield for Put Colson. Those are going to be tough. I mean, yeah. it's not only him. There's Matthew Boldy too to look at. There's other players to look at. I mean, oh, yeah. that's going to be a neat. Boldy was give it some time. I was a big Boldy later. guy. I was a big Boldy guy that year now i was also all for patrols being taken because he was definitely in that top tier like he was you know where he was drafted was right for him to get drafted yeah. just give it some time we'll see what happens just be patient uh it's it's gonna take longer for pods to uh get the get the full picture on pods yeah um all right vs horvat contract talks overrated underrated or perfectly rated uh, uh underrated because you guys, as much as people complain about how much we're going to talk about Horvat through the course of the season <laughs> and until there's a resolution, at the same time, you are all like, you know, 
first meal of the day at 4 o'clock in the afternoon showing up to a buffet. You're hungry for it, okay? You can't wait for all the Bo Horvat contract talks that we have on the show. No. it's uh, I'm honestly, like, we've done so much contract stuff. I'd say overrated. <laughs> All the contract talks are overrated at this point. Sad just wants to talk about the games, and the Canucks won't let him do it. I know. I want to talk games. I want to break down games. I love breaking down games, talking about how things are trending, and, and talking about matchups and all that sort of stuff. Like, give me a reason to talk games more, please. Yes. Like I was like, the post-game show last night, the Canucks win the game, and like four calls in a row, it's all about like big picture, big <laughs> picture stuff. And finally somebody asked a question about the game. I was like, thank God. Yes. <laughs> we can talk about the game again. We're talking about practice? No. We're talking we Sat wants to talk about the games. Uh Discount Dracula. Weird GM coach dynamics. Overrated, <laughs> underrated, or perfectly rated. Uh overrated. Yeah. Dealing with it. Yep. Again, like why does everything have to be so dysfunctional? Yeah. <laughs> just know? get along. Can't we all just get along? Or like just be normal? There's always drama. There's always something. There's always like some 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 mass there's always a big disaster lurking somewhere in Canuck Nation, you yes. know, around the organization. Some huge fire. Somebody's got to put out. Uh, Dylan, Ryan Reynolds, overrated, underrated, or perfectly rated? Uh, I mean, I- I'm, a, I'm a Ryan Reynolds fan. Like, you know, yeah. huge fan. As an owner, I'd say overrated. Like, even he himself said, like, he- he's going to be part of a consortium. Like, he's, he's going to be a minority stakeholder in an ownership group. Okay, if we're breaking down Ryan Reynolds' acting career, though, like, what is truly an elite film? Uh, truly elite film? Like, does he have any elite films? Okay, so you're talking about... Are you, are you trying to talk about Ryan Reynolds as... Ryan Reynolds' filmography. Is it overrated, underrated, or perfectly rated? I mean, out of entertainment, it's perfectly rated. It's great. I mean, what movies have been, like, that are supposed to be action movies were not somewhat entertaining? Uh, he was great in Blade Trinity. I thought that was, like, his real coming out party. Okay, was that terrific. was, like, out of left field. Like, Blade Trinity is yeah, the first bro. Ryan Reynolds movie it's, you it's, call out? It's one of the first movies. It was, like, that and Van Wilder, right? That really kind of cop- capture your imagination with him. It was around that era. Yeah. I wonder know? if I watch Van Wilder now, it would be more cringe. Probably but would But it be. was hilarious when I first saw it. It probably would be cringe now. I'm like, come on. Like, But it was so funny when you watched it first. I mean, a lot of those movies are. Now you watch it back, I can't believe I laughed at this. Man, but his filmography is long i'm telling you man holy smokes what a career but yeah blade trinity he was uh, great in that did not expect that of really all the movies. like that's not the movie people remember like that's really one of the first ones where he really like came out as like an action yeah. star um waiting he was in waiting right he wasn't waiting waiting was hilarious that was pretty funny um the Deadpool movies, They're I am. Great. No? Not a fan? Not not the biggest fan. Really? Too much, too vulgar for you? Yeah, maybe. I, really? I just, I don't know. <laughs> You're like waiting, but then like Deadpool? I, uh, I, I don't know. I had a bad experience. Bad experience watching Deadpool? I what does that even mean? I fell asleep the first time I tried to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you have a scroll before the movie, man? <laughs> I should have. I definitely needed one. Um... Recent, recently though, Free Guy, incredible movie. Free Guy was good, pretty funny. Free Guy was really good. Free Guy was good. All right, I, I will say. You know what, what, I, I'm not going to say he's overrated because it's a great career. They're but great, good, per- career. perfectly rated. Did Ryan you see Reynolds. that? There was that one. Um, uh, Six Underground was pretty good. It was a Netflix one. Uh-huh. I wasn't a big fan of some of the other ones, not as much, but that Six Underground was pretty entertaining. Yeah, uh, long movie, but good action. 
Red Notice with The Rock was all right, too. I mean, yeah, he doesn't make, you know, Oscar-worthy movies, really, but he's made some some bangers, you know? Just like an ode to... The, he's what, like the Miley Cyrus well, of actors. <laughs> what, what, you know, what? kind of like the ode to, like, what the movies are, right? Yeah. Just like... You get two hours of an escape where you just get to sit there and, like, laugh and have fun and things blow up. And it's like, all right, this was cool. This was fun. Yeah. That's good. It's entertaining. I like It's fun. Uh, all right. Uh, up next, Chef Swagger. Mm. Playing right to my heart. Osobuco. I have no idea what this is. <laughs> I'm Googling it as we speak. You don't know Oso, Osobuco? Oh, I probably had this before, yeah. I mean, what, what, it's veal, veal yeah, shank, veal shank. Yeah, I mean, so good. You got to go to a good Italian joint to to get it. Veal. They don't sell it everywhere. No, I find it hard to find here. In uh, when I was in Milano over the course of the summer, and it's a traditional dish of the city in Milan, and more of northern Italy. Osobuco with uh, the Milanese risotto. Oh my god, so good! Really, right. unbelievable. I got to try it. I gotta try it. We gotta like I don't I don't know if anybody knows like I haven't had it anywhere here in Vancouver. If anybody uh, listening knows where to get a, a nice osobuco dish here in Vancouver, I'm all ears. Yes, because M- I love it. Maybe this person can let us know. The person texting in saying "crappy show." All you do is babble about nothing. Blah 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 blah. And I will not read your name because I'm not gonna fall for that one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Dan, kinda do like, not Dan like I did yesterday. Please, why did you bring it up? Like, only like one person caught it. Yeah. Well. Now they're going to go back and listen to it. Oh, well. Go back and download the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Give us those downloads. Uh, using a spoon when eating pasta. That's from Vicky. Why is everybody like, you know, coming at me with these things? You don't need, like, if you're eating spaghetti, you don't need a spoon. I don't know why. You don't need a spoon, but it can help? I guess. I don't know. Does it? I've never tried it. Yeah, it depends. I mean, it depends on like I guess how runny the pasta sauce is, and if yeah. you're trying to scoop it together or whatever, maybe. But I mean, you you don't, definitely don't need a spoon for pasta. Eddie, do you like uh, use the the spoon to help you twirl the spaghetti around? Sometimes because I'm not Italian. <laughs> it's just Why unnecessary. Not? It's I don't a know. tool to help do the job. Why not keep it clean and tidy? I, I don't know. Like I've never needed the extra help to twirl the spaghetti. This is. Uh... But the help's available. Why not use it? Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, Canuck Clay on Twitter says, The Italian restaurant I used to work at for 20 years uh, twenty years ago served an awesome osobuco. Used to mess people up seeing the Asian guy trying to sell them Italian cuisine. And that's from uh, Canuck Clay. Oh, I just got a note from an old friend of the show. Old friend of the show. So you mean former friend of the show? Uh <laughs> No, old friend. He's not. He's not a former friend. I would. I, we would consider this person a friend. We would consider this yes. person a friend. Me too. Yes. Really? I don't uh, consider many people friends. Anyway, <laughs> go on. I was projecting friendship. And, and, and I know we got a tweet later on. Uh, Jose uh, mentioning this restaurant as well. Chopinos has a great osobuco. Oh, okay. Right. Uh, according to this uh, friend of out. the show, I gotta go check it out. Uh, somebody texted in and said, "You have horrible taste in movies." Now I know why you think Godfather was a wreck of a movie. Uh, it's a masterpiece. It's Andrew and Victoria. I- I'm, I'm assuming that means you. I, when did I ever say Godfather is a wreck of a movie? I'm not. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping that's not about me yet because I have great taste in movies. We've got a bunch of liars <laughs> in the text box. <laughs> Dan's Italian accent. Sam and Qualicum Beach. Mm. I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, Underrated. We'll leave it. 
Better than that Eastside Mario's commercial that, that plays during the uh, Canucks games. Come on, give me a bada boom, bada bang. No, can't do it. Can't do it. Uh, that I commercial will... as bad as their food. Uh, um, a spoon for KD. That's from uh, com- comes from uh, Craig sending a note in. That's right, KD. Uh, you kind of need a spoon. Yeah, sure. If you're if you're eating KD, if you're eating KD, yeah, you got to <laughs> dig in there with the spoon. And you don't need the spoon. You I don't, would, but, but it makes it easier. Yeah. You get a mouthful of you know <laughs> macaronis instead of like trying to like n- nibble three or four or whatever. You know when you try to like grab them with just a fork and you try to get as many as possible on the fork. <laughs> Where you stab each each individual prong of the yeah, fork. You stab me like noodle. ten times just to get like enough noodles on it, so you get a mouthful. Yeah, spoon's better. Spoon uh, one, pasta nothing. When does your show end? Not soon enough for you. <laughs> Anyways, go on. We still got a Canucks pregame show to get to. Uh, all right, discount Dracula cheese whiz. Um, overrated, terrible, disgusting. I, I can't remember it's the gross. last time I had cheese whiz. What do you put it on? I don't know, man. I, I'm not a like, I put it on toast from time to time. Yeah? When I was younger. I don't know. <laughs> What's that cheese that comes in a box? Velveeta or whatever it's called? Yeah. <laughs> like, sometimes you're just at the grocery store like, who eats this? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that's kind of what I think about uh, Cheese Whiz. So uh, definitely open. No, I can't do Cheese Whiz, man. That stuff is... Uh, Gordy Locke, Dan's pick streak. I mean, underrated. Oh, underrated, man. It's underrated. You go seven in a row? Seven in a row on, on prop bets? It's insane. The heat check is continuing today. Oof, it we'll is. T- we'll tell you the pick coming up. We'll talk about that coming Closer up. Closer to game time. Yes. But, uh, last night's win was, was huge. I've hit save props. I hit Pedersen goal and Canucks win prop in the Anaheim game. You're hitting everything, man. Uh, literally everything is false. You're literally stealing my prop bets, too. <laughs> like JT Miller, instead of scoring an empty net, he's giving them to Pedersen so so Dan can, can hit on his back. Whatever works. <laughs> uh, the, the streak is longer. Uh, it's a seven-game win streak for the picks. <laughs> it's more wins than the Canucks have this season. It's unbelievable. Uh Oz, daylight savings. Overrated. End it, please. Who Let's thinks just have... it's like who thinks it's underrated? Why do we even have this? Well, it's because of I mean it goes back to farming and stuff I like know. that and all that. But it's still silly. Yeah, now it is. It's just like the totally made up thing. Like, Why so do you it... want it to be darker earlier? Yeah. That's what I don't get. Oh, I love when it's dark at four in the afternoon. <laughs> I uh... I will say I I don't mind the sun coming up earlier in the morning it wakes me up a little bit better yeah but I don't know you know I I, I, I also dislike you know finishing work at four thirty and well not anymore I think we're, you used to finish <laughs> I used when when I used to finish reach deep and you finish at four o'clock and it's like dark outside already oh just I know that's the thing I don't like. I don't like. I mean, the, the government was supposed to get rid of it in BC. I will say this: we're waiting for California to change theirs. We kind of have to, right? Yeah. Like, I, I, I'm for it because if could you imagine? This is this is out of selfishness that we had changed our time, so like our game starts would have been eight o'clock locally instead of seven. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, mm. if every home game would have been have to be an eight because we need it to be for timing mm-hmm. wise, because the rest of the countries views it as Pacific or whatever. You can't be a standalone province. It would it would throw our jobs like. Would, would make our jobs a little bit more difficult. Did you know there's parts of BC that run on mountain time? Yeah. Yeah. By the border. 
I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, the time zone doesn't care about no, provincial <laughs> and <laughs> and national borders. <laughs> uh, something to do with like the train and stuff. I don't know. Everything could be on the same schedule. Um, yeah, time zones crazy. Daylight savings, dumb. I don't know. What what else do you want me to say? Dom, uh, being verified. Well, definitely overrated now. Uh, when I first got the check mark, I was like, "Hey, cool! Finally got a check mark. That's great." Um, it's really pointless. Um, how is your life better? I mean, if you control people, if that's what you want. I mean, hey, personally, I couldn't. I could not care less. Yeah, you know, what I mean, we did it because of work. They asked us to send stuff in, and we get it done. Like we we do it. Like if they asked us to pay for it, I wouldn't pay for it. Yep, I wouldn't. I, I don't care about it. But hey, mate, hey, listen. To some people, it matters. Then. Mm-hmm. I never tell people don't do something that does, makes doesn't that makes you happy. Don't do it because I don't like it or whatever. If it makes you happy to have a blue check mark next to your name, go ahead, man. Spend the eight bucks on it. Have fun. Uh, Elon wants us to wants to devalue the blue check mark, right? So yeah. it's overrated no, based on is, that alone. It's social media. It's your name yeah. on social media. It's not that important. Uh, it has been like. Sort of hilarious, but also sort of scary that all of this fake news has been spreading around on, on Twitter today with you these fake be ex- accounts. You got to be extra careful. I mean, it, the truth is there for you to find it. You just got to make sure you yeah. check every account before you reply, retweet, or believe what's being said. Now, my uh, my Twitter is like very sports. Like the algorithm feeds me, uh, and and my timeline and what I follow is mostly sports. So I'm not seeing you know the fake news but like real news that could be popping around elsewhere you know like that's kind of scary right is it not it is like there, it's potentially like very damaging things that could be uh flying around with blue check marks out it there. could but i Let's hope like, that's not happening i hope but I, you know as long as there is a way to figure it out yes then it just it's more incumbent on you to look a little deeper which you know as much as i think the whole thing is pretty stupid but asking people <laughs> to look a little bit deeper isn't a bad thing necessarily maybe we all need to do that you know, yeah. in general. Okay, um, a couple here that I wanted to get in. Somebody asked, then, what about the Capitals? That $40 million in LTIR cap space, overrated, underrated? Wow. That's, uh, that's, that's underrated. underrated. It is underrated. If they're willing to take something on, the, the problem always is, how do you make that fit next season? They have a lot of big tickets, too, other things they want to do, and, and that's the question. They can make trades now. If you're looking at Vancouver outside of Bo, who's an expiring or whatever, Anything with term is still complicated. But, yeah, keep an eye on the Capitals. That's a team that would have some desire to do something. Tough start, a lot of cap space, a lot of injuries. Yeah. And quickly, Canucks 4-1-1. Overrated, underrated. Ooh. Uh, underrated. Because nobody's talking about the nobody's fact the Canucks about it. have won 4-6. and six. <laughs> It's Because it doesn't feel like it. No. Right? With how they've played and everything that's happened. But it's gotten them back into the race pretty much, right? Well, oh, I mean, it's at least gotten them back to respectability. As far as overall points and how far away they are, yes. To your point, point percentage stuff, they still have work, yeah. some work to do. But they're at it's still early enough that they win two more games in a row. They're legitimately at 500 right there with the rest of the group that's vying for a wildcard spot. So you're not that far behind yet. Yeah. So you got to start winning. This streak is, has kept them close to it. You just can't stop winning. You, you want to get to a place where you are, you know, with 60 games left in the season or 62, whatever it is, you know, you, you need to play at a, you know, 100-point pace to get into the playoffs or something to that effect, rather than last year where they had to play 
at 110 point or 112 point pace through the final 57 games to get into the postseason, yeah. right? Because that's an unsustainable sort of pace for that long of the season. But if they can get themselves back to 500, and then you're basically just in a race mm-hmm. with the other teams to get to the playoffs. Uh, all right, coming up, more on the matchup for tonight. Canucks and Montreal Canadiens. Habs have uh, definitely been one of uh, the teams that have surprised early on this season. They do have some threats. Will be a good one. Both teams playing on the second half of a back-to-back. Dan Richo, Satyar Shah, the Play Now Sports pregame show is next on Sportsnet 650.